Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hootink, back with my co-host, Christian Conway. To make a really bad musical reference, could we start again, please? Yes, and we are without our side of bacon, and we wish her well in her recovery. So we all need recovery after the match that we just saw LA Galaxy play. You know, on the first watch in Dallas, I thought, hey, that first half isn't so bad. But then you look back and you're just like, no, we're bad. We're very bad. And even the goal that got scored seemed like it was an accident. (laughs) I mean, that first goal that the Galaxy score, I mean, is is actually very good work. I mean, you look at Ricky Pooch, you know. The only goal? Yeah. Um, Popping into space, finding, you know, the outside back, you know, outside back makes a smart run. And then Daniel, which makes a, a smart run to 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 score the goal. But I mean, who boy, that second half. I mean, some of the goals that they conceded, especially that second and third goal, you can't do that. And I and I know we talked, and again, I'm going again to play the optimist here. We talked last week about how everyone takes the first game and runs with the conclusions they draw from that game. We're probably going to get relegated because we lost the first game, all that other stuff. But there were some moments in that game where I was really concerned about transition defense, and that's going to be a problem. Um, There wasn't much structurally in terms of the attack that I had a lot to say. Um, I think it's interesting to see some of the midfield variations that Vanny has thrown into this year's Vintage of the LA Galaxy. We can definitely get into those. But, I mean that second half they just they went to sleep i mean they really fell off the wheel and i i really you know vanny's a guy that's very fiery i know he's going to go after the guys this week um as we we head into skc uh this weekend on saturday but man there was times there where it was like oh boy this this could be a long year um but yeah you know i i, I agree with you i think there was there wasn't a lot of good to take out of this game And I try to tell myself it's only the first game, right? Like we shouldn't have the doom and gloom. I think by now Simply Soccer is known for its maintaining its optimism. Um, But to be fair, yes, it is only the first game. It is very challenging for the Galaxy to play away in Dallas. As you know, unfortunately, now the stat is the Galaxy have lost and never lost this much to a team away like that and it's Dallas um you know that we do it and make that what a record not a record that we wanted to to make and so you're you're looking ahead like you said Sporting Kansas City is next and you know they call it blue hell for a reason the galaxy don't look very good and like you like we were briefly talking about not to get you know ahead of ourselves but you know we know what to expect we know who Sporting Kansas City is and then Galaxy are going to be coming home to face the Vancouver's Vancouver Whitecaps and the Whitecaps just kicked ass in the CONCACAF. So it's like the Galaxy have their work cut out for them. Vanny has his work cut cut out for him. Uh, when I saw the lineup, it was like, oh, this, this is who we have. Like, this is all there is, you know? And like everybody's saying, oh, uh, Neil should start. But 
I, I mean, I was okay with Leardom starting, but then, you know, I, I've been defending Edwards for a long time. And then you see that Edwards is slipping up. He's making mistakes, you know, the whole back line then fails. And that's how you get these two ridiculous goals. It's just like, you're just watching these guys standing there ball watching once again and, and falling asleep. And then when the subs come in there, there isn't, yeah, they're younger, but like, there isn't really that much hope there. Yeah, I, I mean, the third goal they concede is just, that's ball watching. Like, if you want the textbook definition of ball watching, you know, soccer 101, ball watching, that's what happens. Literally, just Jesus Federia looks at the Galaxy defense trying to play the offside trap, and it's like, I can run the line, that's fine. And Paxton Palmichael, like, figures that out, that the Galaxy would just have no idea where he is in the box, and then they stop. It was, it was tough at times because... You know, look, back lines take time to build cohesion. I always say that if you're going to have a back line for a team, that's got to be the same four players every week for at least, you know, four or five weeks because they need to understand each other. They need to understand their tendencies, you know, who goes, who doesn't. The great Galaxy teams under Bruce Arena, I mean, it was the same back line. You can you can recite it by name. Todd Donovan, Sean Franklin, AJ De La Garza, Omar Gonzalez, and they were always there and they knew each other incredibly well. And that's what made the Galaxy so good, was that everyone understood each other. It didn't look like anyone understood each other. And the problem is, my concern is that, look, Vanny knows this is a year where he's got to accomplish some stuff. I just worry, after this performance and everything, we get a little tinker-heavy, and that's my concern. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't concede a goal like that on the third goal. And, and, and I mean, Raheem hasn't been the same guy since the, that 3-3 draw against LAFC. He just hasn't been, you know, and it and that it sucks because I, I like him as a person. He's a good player. And, you know, you want to see those kind of people succeed. But just, I don't know what it is, man. I, you know, and, and to your point about the Dallas being cursed for the Galaxy, I remember so many years of, I mean, there was that crazy Breck Shea goal in, in the Lightning in 2011 or 12. You know, there's been so many just, WTF moments away to Dallas, but I there you look at the passing network map and it makes it kind of a bit of sense of what they're looking for. You know, you've got Brugman and, and, and Pooch in this kind of double pivot with, you know, Delgado as the shuttler and then maybe Efrain dropping a little bit deeper to help assist. So it almost looks like a 4-4-2 in terms of how it's styled out or maybe a 3-5-1 or a 3-5-2 that maybe turned into a 3-6-1 at times. But the question of balance, right? It's a word I use often, which is if you're a good team is balanced, which means everyone knows the roles, but they're not stepping into the same role as the other player. And a lot of passages of play I saw from the galaxy on, on Saturday night were, okay, what's his role. And then why is, you know, this person stepping into it? Okay. So we want Pooch to be the deep line creator. Why is Brugman, you know, starting to do that? Okay. So then if that happens, we shift Efrain into the 10. Well, then why is, you know, Pooch now going into the 10 in the second half to make that natural adjustment when you're down, you know, a goal or two goals? Like these, the thing is you can have too many cooks in the kitchen and sometimes there's something to be said for a glue guy, right? Just someone that doesn't do anything fancy, but does it very well, you know? So that for me, the dream player is in terms of that role is James Milner for Liverpool. The Galaxy don't have a James Milner. They have a lot of very talented players, 
And a lot of guys that do a lot of good things, the problem is they don't have someone to settle it all down. So they then get into states. And we saw it a lot against FC Dallas where it's, okay, we, we're down two goals, right? Okay, everyone needs to create. Well, okay, then defensively, you're left without any cover. And the center, the wingbacks are like, oh, we have to get up. But the outside wingers on the forward line are like, okay, we have to get up as well. Well, then you are you have five cooks in the same kitchen and there's no real balance there. And I think that's going to take time to get there. This is, again, the first game. Let's not draw too many grandiose conclusions from this. But I think a lot of that midfield balance that that I, I, I was really looking forward to with, you know, maybe you have Pooch as the deep line Regista, Brugman as the defensive worker, and then uh, Delgado as the shuttler. That didn't really happen against Dallas. And Dallas did a good job of disrupting passing lanes and frustrating the Galaxy midfield into those kind of moments. But, I mean, they need to figure out how to define those specific roles in that midfield in order for everything to cook. Um, I do think that when Chase Gasper gets back, this maybe looks a little bit better. Uh, the outside back issue is an issue, partially because of the fact that Julian Araujo left so late. And I think there was a part of them that was planning on having Julian, in which case this looks a little bit better. I think they're going to be a little bit more balanced with with Caligari working with either Raheem Edwards, Gasper, Leardam, whoever it may be. But I think there is some issues about balance in this team right now that need to be figured out. The good news is they have time, but it didn't look like balance. It looked like it was just a lot of people doing each other's jobs without understanding they had their own jobs to do. Yeah, and at you know, I saw Ricky Pooj doing a lot of work on the pitch, but it was a lot of um getting possession and cleaning things up, which at first I was glad to see that that what was happening, but then you start to realize, well, wait, I thought the midfield was more solid. I thought these guys were going to have it more together, you know. Then you see the the shots on goal, like the stat stats wise. I mean, was it you who said the stats don't mean anything? Like it looks like the game should have been a draw at the very least. Um, you know, but when we did go up early, I was like, Oh, I, I was like elated. Right. But I, but also like seeing the quality of the goal and everything, you start to wonder, well, yeah, are we going to concede? I mean, you can't just defend, you've got to go into the offensive third and then, what happened with Jovalich? Why did he disappear on the pitch? Well, I mean, they, um, they yeah, did... and then Casados is like weird handball. Like I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, no, and they they did a very good job of 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 pushing Dayan into to basically being on a desert island with no way of getting any help. Like I mean, he was, I mean, it was basically cast away at that point in time. Um, I, I think you look at the the player network map and the passing network map and it's really compressed. And I think that's going to be the plan of this year is to compress into the center and then find moments of ability out on the wide wing, which a lot of very good teams do. Um, I think the problem there is we, we need to give Pooch a little bit more space because if, you know, the way looking at his game and kind of getting to know him over the past couple of months I think he's really good if you give him a lot of space to run into and to just pick up his head and, and and make a pass. And I don't think he ever got that against Dallas. And and I'll give Dallas a ton of credit. Again, you know, they set up in a way 
that forced the galaxy centrally, forced them to, to be incredibly compact. And then the galaxy really struggled to operate from there. They had no one to break that valve. I think the plan was nominally that was going to be Efrain Alvarez. And, you know, maybe he just never really figured that out. Uh, and that happens. That's, I'm not dogging him. I'm just saying, you know, maybe that was the plan and it didn't exactly work out the way that it was expected to. Um, the other problem is you look at, you know, Dallas's passing network maps. I mean, they were lethal creating around Pax and Michael and just, you know, finding that nexus and using it, you know, in those kind of triangle patterns that you like to see that then gets you down the field. The Galaxy never really set those up, but I will give Pooch a ton of credit. You know, again, he's going to be the guy this year. He was the guy against FC Dallas. I mean, he was incredibly smooth, incredibly elegant on the ball, languid in all the best ways. They're going to need a little bit more of that, but what they're going to need is if a team is going to collapse them centrally, which Dallas did, they're going to need a winger to realize, hey, I need to get wide and need to start being an outlet to start pulling teams apart. Right now, at least against Dallas, it was far too easy for Dallas to collapse centrally, and the Galaxy just never could get wide enough to pull a, you know, pull that defense apart to find those runs that you know maybe Jovich would be really good about running running the channels or something like that. They just never really got there. And again, first game of the season, it takes time, but. I do get concerned that teams are a little too easily able to push the galaxy centrally. And I think we need to see maybe a Tyler Boyd or a memo Rodriguez, like being more willing to split defensive lines in order to open that space for pooch for Brugman Delgado to pick up their heads, run at a defense and find those runs that I think they were looking for. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not going into Sporting Kansas City very optimistic, I will say. Um, obviously, I'll be fine if they win at home, <laughs> but it's it does hurt. It hurts to to drop points so early, and you know we have all the understanding of it. I mean, I really did think that this that they played as a team to begin with, um, but I am concerned that they're they're a one half team. And against Dallas, it was a first half team. And you're right to give Dallas that that credit. They they had the speed. They found the gaps. I mean, they yeah, they definitely deserve the Sebastian. Win. Sebastian Legette found a home. <laughs> I was gonna say, and he learned to pass forward, right? Like, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna have to just be maybe that the Galaxy can wear out Sporting, that they can outlast them, and then and then obviously you just can't be making those slip-ups for whatever that reason is, whether it's individuals like Edwards, Leardom, and then, of course, Bond. Um, you know, they just can't be making those up, and then they have to be... They have to get behind the net. Like, you, you can have these really great stats and shots on goal, and you can have Puj and Jovalich and Efrain out there, but if, if they're not... I mean... Even our passing accuracy was was better, so I'm not really understanding what what the disconnect is. Let me, you know, let me inject at least a little bit of positivity here, please. That goal that they scored, the movement on that is something incredible. That's how they're going to score goals this year, which is allowing Push to get into space, letting him drive, finding an overload on either side with the winger and the outside back, cutting a good ball in across the box, and just one of the strikers going towards it and putting it in the back of the net. That's a high percentage play. 
And considering the strikers we have, you know, between Jovalich and Chicharito, those guys make smart runs. That's going to, that's going to score you a lot of goals. I also think, you know, the way that they, you know, they allowed Brugman to be a little bit more expressive. You know, I thought Brugman was a little too um, rigid last year in his tactical positioning. Feels a little more comfortable. It looked really good. I mean, the the shot he took in the first half where it's that little interplay where he took um, uh, the, uh, the Dallas center back on the dribble. That's a really good play. And that's where, you know, they're getting the, like, those are moments where I'm like, okay, if we're talking about the galaxy in June, July, those go in the back of the net. The problem is they just haven't had the time because it is still so early in the year. I do think there's the, the framework is there. It's just, you have to color in, you know, it's like, a, it's like a children's coloring book, right? You know, you have the lines, you got to color in the coloring book, right? You've got to, you know, add the colors. The problem is they don't have the colors there yet. And I think part of that is off season, um, you know, fatigue, a lot of these players have played a lot of minutes uh, over the past year because of the COVID year and then the Winter World Cup and, and all the rest of it. But I also think they just need to be a little bit sharper about being quick in passing movements. And I think Pooch is going to be that guy, you know, the regista, the guy that's the time setter. He's got to be a little bit more aware about, okay, I need to move fast and we got to go now, you know? When you were looking at, I mean, I think I do see him doing that. He does seem quick and fast, and and even will not pass the ball, which I'm okay with him being a little selfish, right? Um, But yeah, go ahead. But I think, in the sense of a good regista knows, okay, game state's getting a little out of our hand. Let's slow it down a little bit. Hold on to the ball. Take someone on the dribble. You know, pass sideways. Pass sideways. But that moment of transition, which I think Vanny's trying to capitalize on, you've got to know we got to get going downhill as fast as possible. And I don't think he was 110% at the races. Again, working into fitness at the beginning of the year, totally understandable. I think also the way that Dallas plays, they like a quick game. And so, you know, it's very easy if you're the, the watch setter for the Galaxy to get caught up in that, you know, they want to play fast. Cool. We'll just play as fast as you do. But you have to be aware of when playing fast turns into frenetic. And I think at times it turned into a little bit of frenetic. And then when you start playing frenetic, you start getting into moments of transition where the other team can just easily eat you alive on a loose pass or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, six passes and it's in the back of your net. I think they just and not just Pooch, I think the Galaxy in general just have to be a little sharper about understanding how to play with tempo and in transition without overexposing themselves. And I think that was the problem a lot in that second half that I saw, which was, you know, for example, Brugman loses cheap possession and all of a sudden, you know, it's coming downhill for a, a, a Dallas chance. You know, it's like Pooch plays a very smart ball, but then all of a sudden everyone's kind of a little off off shape, off kilter and off balance. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're talking about six passes and Jonathan Bond has to make a great save. Like it's those moments where I understand what the plan is. I just don't know if they are ready yet to execute it, which is okay. Like, I mean, it takes time and, and, you know, we've not really had a player like Riku Pooch in a long time. I mean, he's one of the most elegant players I've ever seen. You know, he, he really is in MLS. Um, reminds me of an old Guillermo uh, Shaloto, actually, funnily enough. 
Um, it's just, it's those like little, you know, my mom always famously said, you know, what's the difference between a Ford and a BMW? It's 5% effort. I think that 5% is missing for the galaxy. And I don't know who it's going to be that unlocks that. But I think when we get that, then there's a lot here that I like. That being said, some of the goals they conceded against FC Dallas, I mean, yikes moments. I mean, just moments where I'm like, an AYSO team of 15-year-olds would have a little bit more tactical prescience to understand what's going on here. And that's yeah. where my concern is. That's actually a really good point. That's the kind of stuff I was talking about, like, what are Caceres' hands doing up? And, like, what what is this? Not even rookie mistakes. Like, just what is this? It just seems so silly and so ridiculous and so absurd. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try not to be so hard on this team that I love. But when you're watching stupid LAFC with their sequence rings and then you have like you know everybody else in the league like look at like everybody's winning like you know a lot of threes and all this stuff and and then there's like Seattle Sounders when all of a sudden you know Jordan Morris seems to be having like a renaissance of himself and you're just like well this is what the galaxy are up against and I'm I'm jealous you know I'm sitting at home as a fan going like I, I love my team and I'm pissed off that I'm even the content that's on uh, MLS pass. Right. Like, like I just feel like it's like not just left behind as a galaxy fan, but like, like just how are we going to, how are we going to get back in the game? Well, let alone making these like records and names for ourselves again. I mean, you should feel left behind as a Galaxy fan. It's been it's been like this for since 2017. Right, but I feel like beyond left behind, it's like like you can't even see dust clouds anymore. It's like the, the train left the station or something. Yeah, I mean, I think it can come back. Um, I think the the this game, I can understand why they lost it, and that's not to excuse it, but I looked at it looking at all the tactical stuff and all the rest of it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, I, I do think they have a very good shot in Kansas City, uh, looking, you know, looking ahead. Um, Kansas City's a team that's incredibly vulnerable. You know, it's a it's it's a team that is, you know, might as well be based out of the villages in Florida in terms of their average age. And, you know, they don't really, you know, I, I Agata and and Tommy are good players, but I mean I know exactly what Greg Vanny looked at in film today, which was hmm, Greg Vanny's or, uh, Greg Vanny, excuse me, um, Graham Zussi's flank. I think we could have a little bit of fun on that side. You know, <laughs> how are you feeling about running against a guy that really can't run anymore? You know, in that midfield, do you really expect Roger Espinoza? Or sorry, not Roger Espinoza. Um, you know, that that midfield to 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 deal with uh, to deal with with. Yeah, Roger Espinosa. I apologize. I thought I went into coaching. Um, do you really expect Roger Espinosa to deal with Riqui Pooch? Like, I don't. Uh, I really wouldn't think so. You know, Ben Sweat's a good player, but like, you know, I, I again, I don't think it ever really worked for him. So there's there's places where this can work, where I, I can see the Galaxy actually getting some joy, whereas opposed to Dallas, who is so tactically, A, disciplined, but also tactically B, flexible which, 
you know, they were able to adapt to the galaxy. They figured it out. They allowed Leggett to get into spaces where he could hurt the galaxy. And that's what he did. You know, Paxton Paul Michael ap- operating as like a pseudo inside 10. That was this generational, you know, th- th- this, this generator of talent. I mean, that's, that's difficult to deal with, you know, and, and him acting as the facilitator generator, you know, with the galaxy just didn't really have an answer for, I don't think we're going to see that against SKC. And I'd expect SKC to adopt a little bit more of a defensive posture in this game, uh, which I think the galaxy with pooch can really run against. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of space in the midfield that allows pooch to then find those like quick little, you know, those little interchange passes that then he converts into these long, you know, 20 yard passes to spring a wing back as we saw with that goal that the Galaxy scored, I think they're going to get a couple more of those opportunities against SKC. I'd also say Pooch was taking some shots that should have gone in. I mean, there's that save from uh, the goalkeeper late in the game in the second half that, I mean, if he doesn't get a phenomenal save to it, that's goal of the week territory stuff. He's feeling it. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, They do need to integrate Lucas Caligari as soon as possible. They really need... Chicharito to come back as fast as possible. Probably need a defensive midfielder. Wherever that comes from, I don't know. But I do think there were moments in that game against Dallas where I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like, this this could work. Uh, the problem is they didn't have enough of those. And Dallas had a lot of moments where I'm like, okay, maybe they're a little bit better than we thought they were. Because I remember last year they were... I mean, I didn't really think they were particularly great. They're gonna need something. Because I think with the protest, with the what happened with the transfer ban, with the unrest that's currently going on um, against the front office, if they come to San Diego, or uh, San Diego, excuse me, if they come to Los Angeles playing Vancouver with two losses, I worry about what it's going to look like in the stadium that day. I think there's going to be a lot of unrest. So I think there is an odd amount of pressure on this game. Uh, but I do also think this is we call it the blue hell and we we've talked about how hard it is to play in Kansas City I don't think it's the same proposition as it used to be um and I do think they do have a pretty solid opportunity to get something out of that game even if it's a point but yeah you're right I'll take a point at, at this point I will considering that second half performance from the galaxy was I mean it was rough again I'll I'll say what I always say you really can't judge a team until they've played five games, but they're going to need to have a much better performance against SKC for me to feel confident about anything this team can do this year. Yeah, I mean, good good holding up that there has to be five games before we can really um, start to to march. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, the Sporting Kansas City reference that we have is against Colorado and that game because Alan Chapman was the ref of course so you're just like oh there like there should have been a goal in that game it should have probably been Colorado but that game was um, bad y'all that yeah game but was, it was bad <laughs> do not do not go back and watch that that game yeah. was bad you know so with that said I mean it's an MLS is gonna MLS but but I mean well now Christian's optimism and looking at that that draw that they got, I think that Sporting Kansas City is a beatable team. Um, and I really hope that we can get at least a point. I would like to not have to drop any points um, and really start 
to get the morale up for the fan base. Um, even though the boycott is still going to be going regardless. Um, talk about how the stadium is going to look different on that Vancouver day. It it, it will regardless. So, um, yeah. Any yeah. other final thoughts? Yeah, no. Um, uh, the quote from uh, Sporting Kansas City Center midfielder Eric Tommy about that Colorado game um, uh, was the air the air was missing, which I think is funny because they were playing in Colorado. Um, he was referring to the game in terms of the quality of play, but you know the air was missing. Uh, no, no I, that would have been a nice title <laughs> for I, a podcast. So. I think I, I I do I do think they have a decent shot in Kansas City, um, and I, I I do think there were moments against Dallas that I I point to and 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 think that they can get something out of that game. We will find out early on Saturday. So stay tuned and we'll catch you next week. Back to you soon.